Welcome to the Charrosteca Podcast, where we believe our families didn't come this far for us to just come this far. I'm your host, Francisco Galvez, with my co-host, Conrado Bautista. What's up, man? Cubo, Cubo. <laughs> hey, dude, we just finished listening to this podcast. It's an interview. So I interviewed uh, Carlos Marquez. I, I personally, dude, I, I follow a lot of the Grand Cardones, Gary Vaynerchuk's. Of course, I can never relate to them. But for the first time, bro, I, I was kind of like nervous, starstruck, kind of like, you know, like if you meet a celebrity and he was right here in front of me. And and more than anything, it was not that I was starstruck. It's just that this guy gave me so much. Uh, I've been following him for a year and a half. And this guy goes live on Facebook. He answers your DMs. Like he has a podcast as well, a YouTube channel. And I grab so much knowledge from him. But not the knowledge that goes in one in your brain and gets stuck there. Like literally stuff that I could apply. Things that I've applied at Charrosteca. Nice. So so what do you think? Man, if anybody's willing to help another person, especially if somebody so busy like him, that's awesome. Do we need more people like that, honestly? Because more of him means better of us, you know? So if he could help out just the way he did Charrosteca, que chulada. And we're willing to do the same thing here. Charrosteca is willing to do that for you listening and you want to get going, reach out to us for sure. Yeah. And the title, the title of the podcast is Un Jodido No Puede Ayudar a Otro Jodido. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ah, <laughs> it, it was bad. Like, you know what? When I, uh, that no, is the dude, truth, I, right? I could, man, I have a whole segment myself <laughs> on that. I mean, oh my God. Like, I swear to God, I'm not going to mention any names, but when you say that title, un jodido no puede ayudar a otro jodido, I think a one person in my family, jodido, that's always trying to give you advice, dude. I'm thinking, Motherfucker. No. <laughs> and I think we all know somebody, right? We all yes, know that yes. one guy is like, hey, you should do it. No. You should live your life like this. You no, should run your business hombre. like this. No. You should study this. Siempre tienen su opinión, but then you look at him and it's like, like what homie, the? Chingados tienes tú, so that's the theme. Like you're going to hear Carlos go into it. Uh, it was a, it was a really good podcast. But before we go into the podcast, I want to read one of our reviews. And this is from Alexis CV. If you're a Mexican-American and going into the entrepreneur field, este es el podcast para ti. Everything talked about is relatable and guaranteed to take away something from each podcast. Can't wait to listen to what's coming in the future topics. Hey, thank you, Alexis. But yeah, man, uh, I won't delay. Like, you know, uh, yeah, I think yeah. the people want to hear yeah, como un jodido no puede ayudar a otro jodido. Imposible. <laughs> Imposible. No se puede. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you guys enjoy. And don't forget to... Uh, give us a review. Go into the go into iTunes or a go into five star the, review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this day, go to the Apple Podcast, search Charrosteca, click on our podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll see the five stars and the little section to write a review. Uh, once you write a review, uh, expect your name to be shouted out in one of our podcasts. Cool. All right, guys, enjoy the podcast. Ahí estamos. Everybody, so I have here a special guest. Uh, for me, it's kind of hard to get starstruck. I I've met with a lot of people, and kind of I see them as human beings because I know they are. But for the first time, I can't believe that you're literally sitting in front of me because I've seen your content for so much. It has given me so much value. Uh, I study a lot of the Grant Cardones and the Gary Vaynerchuk's, all these business people that you know. But I can never relate to them. And when I found you about a year and a half ago, I'm not going to lie, look, it's a man, chino la piel. Oh. <laughs> like I started devouring your content. I devoured your podcast in one day. 
Wow. I dev- I keep devouring your content. And the main reason is because I could apply it. So I'm applying it in my business. And, uh, and because of that, you've given me so many gold nuggets. So I wanted to introduce you, Carlos Marquez, to my community. Well, thank you very much for the invitation. It's like being back at home. Yeah. <laughs> You're from here, right? I grew up uh, in San Pedro, California. So being here uh, in Paramount, are we? Yeah. It, it's like my backyard. So I'm happy. Currently, I live in Mexico City for business. But yeah, I grew up here. Yeah, man. So I want everybody to know. So who is, who is Carlos? Quien es Carlos? Well, yeah. first of all, it's, I think it's a little awkward. I grew up speaking uh, Spanish, but you know, I most of my content now is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I speak English, they go, ¿A poco todavía me acuerdo hablar inglés? But I do. So yes, <laughs> I, I love this. I, I was telling them in the car, I go, it's going to be fun because I'm actually going to be able to speak some 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 English today. Yeah. Que la mañana puro español. Well, who is Carlos? Well, you know, I grew up uh, here in San, in San Pedro, California. My parents are from Zacatecas as well. And I fell in love with business. I fell in love with business and I discovered business because I saved money a través de una cundina, una tanda. You know, you, you sign up and you give your tía 30 bucks and she gives <laughs> you a number and eventually she gives you back your money. So it's like a, like a forced loan, yeah. uh, prepaid loan. So once I got that money, I saved it and I went to downtown LA and I went to downtown LA and I felt like the richest person on earth, 13 years old with $300. I was helping a man. Uh, set up his uh, stand at a SWAT meet, Harbor College SWAT meet. And I saw how much money he was making. So my natural process was to, hey, I'm going to invest this and I'm going to start selling. So I learned business. I learned business. I saw that the art of business is very, very easy. I'm, I'm dyslexic. I, I sucked at school. I dropped out when I was 14 years old. So I learned that, hey, if I invest a dollar, I can turn it into $3. And I fell in love with that concept. And I've been putting that in practice since the age of 13 and it's, it's never failed me. Uh, so that's what's worked for me. And I built, uh, I went from the SWAT meet and then I started a franchise company. I started a income tax office. Uh, we're now in tax season, so we see them everywhere. But I started an income tax office because I took a course at H&R Block and it said, hey, in 10 weeks, you can get your yeah. certificate. So I said, hey, this is a good idea. And my mom was really hesitant. She goes, oye, tú que sabes de números? You know, you <laughs> dropped out of school, but they didn't require a high school diploma. So I took that course and I learned income tax. And actually, people think that I did it for the money. I remember my dad is, you know, that macho Mexican uh, with the big heart, though. And I remember one time we went to a tax preparation office and they screwed up his tax return. Oh. And he kept going back and he kept going back and the ladies wouldn't help him. They, they oh, yeah, le llegó una carta. Yeah, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. And I remember one time I saw my dad show up before he would get home from work and he was red in the face with tears in his eyes and he had gotten a wage garnishment to where they were going to take away his paycheck because he hadn't paid this debt. And I remember that's kind of, when I saw that H&R Block ad, I said, hey, I'm going to do this because I remember my dad you know, going through a situation like this. And I did it because I wanted to help people. So I opened up an income tax office. Uh, I ended up back at the SWAT meet because I found out that the secret to business is to be in front of people. Yeah. So I set up a stand, but now instead of selling cosmetics as a kid, I had a table full of candy and then I would invite the parents to come get candies for the kids and I would talk about income tax. So that income tax office open grew over a decade and I ended up with 198 income tax offices. I founded my own bank. At one point I had a bank. Uh, I was partner of of a bank and I sold it a couple years ago. 
Uh, and ever since I said, I'm going to take some time off. And when I t- returned to the age of 40, go, when I returned 40, I would go back into business. And that's what I'm doing now. Um, between 35 and 40, I kind of lived, went to go Mexico. I, I just, you know, it was relaxed after so many years of working. But yeah, now I'm back into business. Uh, and now I invest in a lot of different brands and uh, well-known brands. And I start a lot of my own brands, importing yeah. and exporting. Yeah. So that's me in a summary. That's awesome. And for me, I'm in the point right now where you were, and we were just having a conversation before we even turned on the mic, where those are the most beautiful moments. Mm-hmm. Like right now, business is not easy. We're in the middle of it, Charosteca scaling. And you know, when the business is scaling, it, it drains cash, it drains energy, it drains everything. Everything. Yeah. But now that I'm thinking, like even what we went through last week or last month or last year or two years, three years ago, those are my nicest memories Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. for you were there a lot of times where you remember like man i wanted to throw in the towel but i'm so grateful i didn't Mm -hmm. well i I think i i failed and i tell people because people sometimes say oh you own this or you have this and i said the only reason i have more is because i failed more than you have that's the only reason (laughs) so i think now at the moment it hurts it hurts when you lose it hurts when uh, the uncertainty you know but at this point, I look at those moments of moments of huge ahas, and I wouldn't change them for anything in the world. You know, I think you with experience, you could only go on to make better decisions. So unconsciously, I think when I turn 40, I, I'm going to give it all. I, I'm going to start my next project. Okay. The bad thing about my company when I sold it, it all they all change names and, you know, they diminish the name, the brand of it. So I tell my kids, yeah, you know, your dad owned this company. Yeah, but where is it, dad? You know, they don't see it no more. So it, it kind of hurts the ego sometimes because it's like that legacy no longer is there, but the experience is there. And it's so funny because people look at you and they say, well, everything that you do works out. I said, no, there was a whole period in my life where it was trial and error. Yeah. So now at my 40s, my late 30s, you know, I can make a lot better decisions just because I have that experience, but it comes out of failing. Yeah, and that comes to me too where... I felt so many times and I love failing. It's weird, but I love to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that for me, I don't have the fear of like, yeah, judge me if you want. But for me, I will find a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, And I will find a way. One thing that I wanted to talk to you, uh, I have a story that I really like to talk about, which is the Mexican crab mentality. Mm-hmm. Which is a life story. I saw the title <laughs> of that podcast the other day. Yeah. So yeah. The and the reason why I want to say this is because you're one of the few crabs that we have the same philosophy. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, we're out, we're getting out mm-hmm. or we're out, mm-hmm. but let's pull some people out. Yeah. And what's your mission right now? My mission, I think, is, my mission is to enable others to, to do great things. Uh, I love hiring people. I'm addicted to hiring people. I'm addicting to, to starting new businesses. You know, we have an office and we have a couple of offices in Mexico City and we're, we outgrew one. And I said, no, I'm going to start another business just so we don't have to give this one up. You know, it's just like crazy. Who thinks like that, right? But that's, that's literally what I do. I love giving people jobs. And I tell my employees, you will never get rich by the amount of money that you're going to make from me. But you will get rich if you put into practice what I do and what you learn through me. So that. there is no no egoismo. No. I tell my employees, learn from me as much as you can because I might wake up on the wrong side of the bed and fire you tomorrow. But <laughs> so just learn. And it, it and it's so powerful. I, I talked about it this morning on my radio show where one of my first franchisees uh from maybe 10, 15 years ago came to one of my events recently to a public talk that I did. And he said, I made a commitment to myself to look for you when I would make my first million dollars. 
And you know, and I'm here to thank you because I've made my first million dollars. And wow. because of you, and, and I'm like, that's so powerful, right? And that, that's that's even that gets me more excited than that. I think sometimes when I achieve a sales goal yeah. to know that you empowered others, I think. I believe in that. If you help other people do, you know, great things, if you're you going to do enough great things. People get what they want. Automatically, it's going to help you get what, you, get want. what you want. Well, I haven't confessed this anywhere, not even to my sister, which is here. But you made another millionaire with somebody that's in right in front of you right now on the mic, and you put your granito de arena. So just so you know, like, and I want to thank you for that. Oh, well, thank you because. You cannot give me everything in the palm of my hand, you know, mm-hmm. but you could just give me an opportunity. Like my parents gave me the opportunity to be born here. That's all someone could give me. Right. Yeah. Me dieron la oportunidad. Pero tú también me estás dando algo más. Que no me estás dando el billete o no me estás dando aquí. Déjame mm-hmm. enseñarte, pero me estás dando consejos. Mm-hmm. And tú no me conocías mm-hmm. y yo no te conozco. Mm-hmm. But just know that in there, the universe, hay la sinergia. Mm-hmm. Que tú me ayudaste a mí. So now put another one on your checklist. Oh, well, so, thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And, and what I want to go to. honor. <laughs> it honors mine. One of the things I want talk to talk to you about is you put a post today on your story. It's a... Uh, it's a, it's a quote, <laughs> and, I, and I really want to talk to the, I, w- I really want to talk about that because there's a deeper meaning to it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are looking for advice. Mm-hmm. Que mira mi primo que es panadero me dijo que invertiera en la propiedad y me dijo que acá que, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. right like el, el consejo más caro mm-hmm. es el consejo gratis mm-hmm. y a veces yeah. es el familiar. Yeah. Y como dijo, uh, do you remember the quote that you put today? Eh, un jodido no puede ayudar a otro jodido, right? <laughs> jodido, yeah. I have to be careful now. This is a podcast, which I love. And I got an email last night from the radio station. They're like, ah, what? You can say whatever you yeah, want. Right here, I love it. I love it. A la chingada. A eso. <laughs> because we weren't able to do that no more. But yeah, I mean, and it, and it comes from, I think that if you were uh, if you or I were to have been born in a family of doctors, the probability of you and I being a doctor would have been great. Um, and I think I grew up in San Pedro, California, and everything was fine when I was in the elementary school. But when I went to junior high school, which was Dana Junior High School, we were blended in with the low income kids, which was me and my friends, and the high income kids, which were above the hill. And it was the same middle school. So then you, I was like in culture shock. I said, "Wow." They think differently, not only because they have money, but because the people who are around them think differently. Their parents think different. I see that we were talking about that on the way here with my with my own kids. You know, they live in Palos Verdes and they hang around with uh, kids of surgeons, you know, politicians, and their world is completely different and their vocabulary is completely different. And I think that sometimes money does not allow us to to be around that. So my goal is through with whatever I do to communicate a message of empowerment like you and our, I think our testimonial to say, hey, you know, we're from Zacatecas. We, yeah. our parents were the, were the first dreamers. I saw your yeah. post. You know, you guys can do it too. So, but sometimes we listen to that person who we shouldn't be listening yeah. to. And sometimes that, and I, I live it every day. My dad is the most positive person, but my mom is the most negative person, you know? So I, I'm like, if I want to do something great, I talk to my dad. And if I don't want to do anything, I talk <laughs> to my mom. Convinced not to do so, <laughs> but the whole family, the whole family on my mom's side is very negative. And I, I grew up resenting that, but I now understand that they had a harder time. Yeah. So they're just programs that they grew up with. They, absolutely. So it's like I, for a long time, I resented my mom and her family for it, but now I respect it and it made me who I am. 
thank God I don't have the mom that I want because I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Yeah. But yeah, so un jodido no puede ayudar a otro jodido. So, so what does that mean? We lead by example. And I think that one needs to all follow by example. And I think people are always great to give advice. Uh, pero el problema is that they don't have the results to back it up, yeah. you know? And I always have given out your account. Sigan a Charro Azteca. You guys want to see how to do a correct Instagram? Sigan a Charro Azteca, right? Pero como vendo por, por, you know, and, you know, because we see that whole philosophy and I admire the fact uh, of what your team has done uh, with your with your Instagram. It's just amazing. It's beautiful. Thank o sea, you. tú ingresas a Charro Azteca y te sientes orgulloso de ser mexicano. Yeah. Y de casualidad, people are buying your products. Yeah. And that's, that's the art of selling. And I yeah. think uh, you're an example of what can be done. Pero Lulu con sus gelatinas, Patricias con sus panes. <laughs> There's so many things that we can do. And I think there is a little bit of delay. There is delay. Um, I see it now that I live in Mexico. U.S. hits first, and then it's Mexico City. But there is delay even here in our own country. Yeah. Yes, here. I mean, within the Latino within the Latino community. So I think that this decade, it's the decade if we utilize technology, if we utilize lo que está a nuestro alcance, we can do great things. I yeah. mean. I think I, I needed to have opened 200 offices to do what I did. And that was like traditional business. Today, it, if I was starting, I mean, I would have a warehouse space. Yeah. Like you have a warehouse space and I would have a website. So uh, you're onto something great. And I think that's the opportunity that we have. Yeah, thank you. And, and I want to touch on some of the things that you said. I think in a nutshell is you are a product of your environment, right? And another one is that one thing I realized in, in the past couple of years is that I've reached out to people and successful people are always willing to give. And when I was maybe 10 years ago, I always thought, well, they're too successful. They're not going to pay attention to me. But even me reaching out to you, you DM me about a year and a half ago. And I got like, whoa, why is he DMing me? But then you sometimes DM the, the person that's like a social media influencer oh, yeah. with 20,000 followers <laughs> and they ignore you. You know, right. they leave you they on scene. But I, I appreciate that from you because you have a mentality of abundance. Instead of for you to like, oh, I'm going to keep everything for me. You're there trying to create more millionaires. You're there to try to better the people. Mm -hmm. Like they might be even your competitor, mm -hmm. but you don't care. No, like you no. want to, it's, el sol está mm -hmm. para todos. Yeah, sale para todos. And, and I think that's, that's the economy we live in. If we look at Uber, everybody wins. Uber drivers, Uber owners, everybody. It's the, you know, the economy of the people. And I think that's the economy that us Latinos can flourish, flourish in. Um, we have to get over some things. And I think the hardest thing that we can get over is incomodas a la gente. Nada, your success, unfortunately, the moment that you start having success when you come a family of not having much success, uh, traditionally, I mean, maybe by a job. I mean, before, hijo, I got on trabajo at Home yeah. Depot and you're going to be doing good. Or, no, mom, I don't yeah. want to do Home Depot, <laughs> you know? If you you know, but they were happy, this. right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's el manager de la Costco, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they would be happy, but no. And I think what happens is el éxito incomoda. Yeah. So, and I, I saw it. It's funny because I love my family, pero los amo de lejos. Of course, I have a really close relationship with my brother. He works for me as well. And, you know, my dad, my mom. But a lot of my cousins are very distant. And it, why, why did that happen? And I love them. I try to do the same thing as you, you know, give them jobs. But then they begin to resent you a little bit. And, you know, this is common because they, they hear what I talk about. But it's true. It's the problem that occurs is the moment that you start doing well, they either have two options. They either go with the flow, not your flow, but they, they get inspired by what you do. Or 
eh, they criticize you. So, you know, so according to my tíos, I'm the biggest drug dealer in Mexico. You know, <laughs> they, to this day, they think, oh, now he's in Mexico. Now he's doing the big things. But, you know, I have my cousin Junior. Uh, his name is Amador and Junior. His goal, and he would go around my offices since the age of 13. I bought my first house at the age of 21. So he was always around me. I'm about 10 years older. So he, his goal was, I want to do what Carlos did. I want to do what Carlos did. And what did he do at the age of 20? Bought his own oh, house. Cool. So of course, not all of my family or the yeah. people who are around me, the sigue la corriente, but you do inspire some people, you know? And I know now that they see me, you know, on TV or radio, they know like, oh yeah, you are my cousin. You know, they're, they're proud of that. But I've known that not everybody wants to change no. and that's okay. Comfortable, like, you know, it's comfort and everybody's willing to do mm -hmm. something. You know, you watch it on TV, people, maybe even on a reality show where they're like in Survivor. I'm like, oh, I could do what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're in a 70 degree weather, you're cobijas, <laughs> but that's in your mind that like, ah, I'm just going to stay right here. Mm -hmm. But I have a, for me too, it's like, I, I've made a commitment that I have to become best friends with pain. Because on the other side of pain, it's where your success is. Mm -hmm. Y a veces mucha gente no tiene el último off. The que se tiene que aguantar un poquito más. And I don't ever want to be the person que deja la pala mm -hmm. antes de escarbar y encontrar oro. Mm -hmm. Three feet from gold. Mm -hmm. I never want to just drop and you're around the corner. Mm -hmm. Que si le hubieras dado un... A little bit more. A little bit more. Mm -hmm. And uh, ese es mi, mi grand fear of life. Mm -hmm. That what if I could have done more, mm -hmm. you know? So, so what's now like, so right now what you're doing, you mentioned you started your businesses and now you're public, public speaking, you have a YouTube channel. That's where I, uh, and devour your content. So what, you. what are you doing right now? Well, you know, I, 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 along with Gary V, he recently messaged me and we're like, what, what, on how we can elaborate and do more stuff. But, and I would love to do that because, um, I think that, you know, this, you know, I, I, I love, I don't talk a lot in English, but I said, wow, if I go on your podcast, mis comadres who listen to me are going to share with all of their kids, right? Because it's in English. So I love, and I think todos podemos brillar. So I, I, I stopped doing conferences and seminars. I only do nonprofits because okay. I, I have that philosophy of, hey, you don't have to pay to see yeah. me speak, just, you know, whatever. So, but I, I do try to document as much as I can of, of what I do a little bit with my businesses. Um, it's a little bit hard, but because I travel so much, but we're, we're getting better at that. But yeah, right now I, I, I have a, a couple of cosmetic companies that we are launching. I started with, Cosmetics. We actually just visited uh, for a cosmetic expo, so we're all cosmetic up. But that, that's what I do, and I help. I do help some people also with their businesses as well, and I invest in brands. Uh, but yeah, right now I'm really focused on creating brands that emphasize the Hispanic heritage. I love that my new cosmetic line is called Macaria. It's a very Mexican lane. Yeah. <laughs> it, it very Mexican and, and, and we love it. I, I didn't bring you samples. I'm going to send your sister some samples. But you know, it has azulejo design. It has, you know, the, the bordado design. I mean, we, it's something like cool. awesome. It's beautiful. And Macaria is my aunt's name. So it's honor, honor. And I think that it's time. I think our, our parents had it so difficult when they first came because, you know, it would, they were the first ones. Yeah. They were the real dreamers, as you said in your post the other day. And I think now us, my second generation, you know, I think now it's, it's a huge opportunity and we don't want to see everything to come from China. We don't want to see every, you know, Mac puts something, Selena, now it's Mexican cosmetic, you know, los mexicanos están de moda just because they put Chile on something, you know? So I think we're the ones who can carry this torch and we're the ones who can maximize it. It's our opportunity. 
and our parents, you know, open the way to make this happen. Yeah, and I have a big dream. Uh, I before I die, I want to see a Mexican American president. Wow. And I feel that we can because if you see in history, and I'm just learning from history, there's been Italian waves, there's been uh, Irish waves Mm -hmm. of immigration. Mm -hmm. And for us, it was in the 70s and the 80s, our wave of Mm Mexican-Americans. And and we're educated, we work hard, we have an immigrant mentality of values. Mm -hmm. And look at what happened with the Irish wave. There's a president after Kennedy, Kennedy mm-hmm. you know. So I feel it's not in a longer distance that we can. Mm-hmm. We're getting stronger mm-hmm. in politics. So like now with entrepreneurships, I feel that me growing up, I saw all the liquor stores owned by Asian people, mm-hmm. all the 7-Elevens by Arabs, mm-hmm. all the gas stations, you know. And I had a customer a long time ago. He was Jewish and he told me, I love your people. I'm like, why? Because you guys pay rent forever and on time and you guys are the best damn workers how did I feel I'm like I could say some sense of pride me dio orgullo que dijo que somos trabajadores y pagamos a tiempo pero imagínate si nosotros hubiéramos tenido nuestros negocios dueños de nuestras casas y eso es donde estamos ahorita que todo todo el país sabe cómo podemos el, el poder que tiene el latino en purchasing power mm-hmm. En política, uh-huh. pero a veces el que no sabe es nosotros. Uh-huh. Yeah. El que se tiene que despertar uh-huh. es nosotros. Uh-huh. What do you think? I, I agree. I, I agree 100%. And it comes with, with the perception. I think that we live in a, in a bubble. You know, eh, I, I was in Cuernavaca. Eh, I call it's a big city, but it's a, it's a capital of the state. Pero es un pueblo. And it's an hour away as Mexico City, which is one of the biggest cities in the world. And it's amazing how many people choose to stay in that small pueblo mentality. So, I mean, you can live in California and you can have that small, tiny mentality. And why? Because, you know, we don't dream big. Para eso, mira, no quieras mucho, conformate con lo que tú tengas. And, and it's that mentality. And, and I hate it. I hate it. I, I don't, I chose to raise my kids away from that, but I was able to put them in a different school, different neighborhood. I'm sure if my parents would have done that, that could have happened too. So that, that's one of the reasons I do what I do, you know, and I'm very direct, you know, with what I do. You know, that's why I get written up for saying bad words on TV and radio. <laughs> but, you know, that, I, I think that's we got to talk the way we're accustomed they to say talking that to people, people that say bad words are the people that tell the truth. Yeah. I mean, you have to because <laughs> you rápido y al grano, you know, sí. rápido y al grano. Yeah, man. So your parents are from Zacatecas. From what part? My, my dad is from Jerez, Zacatecas. My mom is from San Luis Potosí, Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Jerez, Zacatecas. We actually have three families in Jerez that make us our charro suits. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and it's Sábado de Gloria right there. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. that's the biggest party. The of, biggest in La Fiesta. Do you still go? I haven't. No, I haven't. But I, you, I should go. I should go. It was funny, though, because out of nowhere, I just saw an order coming in. Mm-hmm. Carlos Marquez, Marquez yeah. you know, mm-hmm. San Pedro. I'm like, is this this guy and I, like I hit you up that time and like Zacatecas is a shit t-shirt yes, that's what you bought yes, from me no, I, yeah we wore it yeah I love it I, I wore it it should be somewhere I'm having it here somewhere yeah, that's I'm cool good. man well, no well I really thank you so at the end of every podcast that I want to do especially with my guest is it's nice to hear somebody you know but I feel that knowledge is not power mm-hmm. knowledge is not power I think it's potential power right I think it's once you apply it it becomes power mm-hmm. What would you tell yourself or what would you tell the listeners if you were 18 years again, like when you were 18 years old? Give them something that they could take right now that they're driving or they're working now. Once they once they push stop on the podcast, mm-hmm. what is one thing that you would want to tell yourself? 
I, I think it's my recipe for taking action. I think, you know, the first thing you got to do with yourself is stop living in a bubble. Don't over-exaggerate your circumstances. It's just being planet reality. We're experts, los Latinos, and we live in a telenovela. <laughs> you know, we live in a telenovela. So when it's bad, it's bad. And when it's great, we forget reality. You know, it's tax season right now. So right now there's a lot of tax season millionaires, you know, because they got that back every money. money. I mean, it's just crazy. I went to AT&T to go upgrade one of my kids' phones. And the guy said, oh, it's tax time. It's packed here. And I'm like, that's horrible. But, <laughs> so numero uno is planet reality. Tienes que estar con your reality. I, sometimes we forget that. If you're having a difficult situation, it's not the end of the world. There's somebody out there who is living a far greater, worse circumstance than you are. And if you think you're okay, you know, no caigas en el conformismo, yeah. right? So once you, you, you realize, okay, Carlos, number one, planet reality, then you really have to have a vision, a vision of something much greater than what you're living. You know, in my book, I read about when a lady hired me, a teacher actually hired me to cut her tree in her house in Palos Verdes. And she asked me something that nobody had ever asked me in my 13 years of de vida. She goes, what are your goals in life? And I'm like, what do you mean? I had no idea what that was at 13 years old. And she goes, what are your goals? What do you aspire for? And at that moment, I said, was I thought it was like a wish list, right? So to have a house like you. And she said, well, you can have it. And I'm like, I believed her. I actually got the chills when, when she told me, I'm like, I can't, this is the way that it works. So at 13 years of age, it wasn't about selling at the SWAT meet. It wasn't about having money. It was just about getting out of the ghetto and buying my mom a house. And I wanted her because I, when I went to that house, which I thought was an apartment building and it was her mansion and battles that are the estates, I, 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 I felt like what my mom deserves this. So I started a business to get my parents out of the ghetto. So number two is you have to have a vision. And I think sometimes we forget our vision because we get married. We forget our vision because, you know, we're wrapped up with our kids. No, you have to, tienes que mantener your vision. And then three, you have to set up, program your GPS. Yeah. Tienes que saber para dónde vas. So that's the problem. There's a lot of people who talk big, yeah. but uh, what are you going to do? Well, I don't know. You know, and I, I talk about 98% of the population complains about what they're living. Mm -hmm. But when you ask them, entonces qué? Well, I don't know. You know, it's Trump's fault. No, it's not Trump's fault. You know, <laughs> it, it, when, when Obama was here, you were still screwed up, right? So you, ha you have to have a plan. So what is your plan? I'm sure you followed a plan. Yeah. Maybe, and it's not perfect. No. Pero con que te enfoques en cuál va a ser tu próximo paso. You know, people write to me all the time. Carlos, could you help me source this product? Carlos, could you tell me where to buy this? And I'm like, I could. And you know this because yeah. you, as a business person, it's not about even having the contact about where to buy this stuff because then you have to have the money to buy it. Yeah. So it's like, start con lo que está a tu alcance. Yeah. And if you need money to take your next step, you are never going to do anything. Yeah. And, you know, number four, I always say you have to have un modelo a seguir. Yeah. And I think it's so great you're doing this podcast. That's why Thank I really you. rooted for you because indirectamente, directly, you're going to be a model for a lot of people, you know, to do because they're going to get inspired because you are like us, Espanol, Inglés, you know, perfecto. Uh, and we're going to inspire a whole new generation, you know, nice. and I know... And, and, and I commend you for that. So that, that's what I would tell people. Uh, find yourself, encuentra alguien that sounds like you, talks like you, yeah. and has done it. Y pégateles como un chicle y no los dejes ir. Man, if someone asked me, I'm not crying. You're crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> But I do want to talk. Uh, and lastly, I, I, 
I'm so glad that you said that about the GPS because hay una historia que siempre se me quedó a mí en la mente. Y pues primero de todo es, sometimes to, mucha gente tiene que verlo para creerlo. Mm -hmm. Y yo pienso que es al revés. Tienes que creerlo para verlo después. Absolutely. Y a veces no sabemos en tu GPS a dónde vamos, pero mm -hmm. ya sabemos que quiero ir a la luna. Sí. Y la cosa es que un cohete, when it takes off, tiene una meta de ir a la luna. Pero durante todo el camino... 1% of the time it's actually on course en el plan mm -hmm. siempre se está ajustando mm -hmm. siempre el cohete se anda moviendo para los lados mm -hmm. y un, solamente un por ciento de la vez de miles y miles de millas it's on course mm -hmm. so para mí igual lo que tú dijiste so I want to piggyback off of that as long as you have a vision and you have the passion because there's going to be ups and there's going to be lows and you're willing to keep going just remember that a rocket Going to the moon, it's only 1% on course. And the 99% is always adjusting. Mm -hmm. It's always flexible. Yo tengo también, be always stubborn with your goals, mm -hmm. but flexible with your methods. Mm -hmm. Be necio con tus necio goals. Con necio con las metas, <laughs> pero flexible sí, con, sí, las, con Pero suavecito. <laughs> so yeah, so apart, just to leave it off, because there's going to be a lot of people are asking where can I find them. So no te pueden encontrar. Well, Facebook. Facebook, uh, Adelante con Carlos. I'm on there in LA, in California. I'm on a radio station. If anybody listens to it, it's AM Radio, 9.50 AM Radio Formula. Yeah, but I, the podcast, we have an app uh, since your group is more millennial than my comadres. <laughs> uh, so yes, we have an app. It's Carlos Marquez. So they download my app. They usually can get all my videos and the podcast, which we haven't updated in a while. Uh, but we, we should, we'll start doing it pretty soon. Yeah, and I highly recommend anybody listening to go right now after this podcast and look him up. And I think I, I found you just by typing Carlos Marquez on Instagram yeah, or on I'm Facebook. Every, I'm everywhere, yeah. Yeah, so you're going to be everywhere. Even on YouTube, you'll be yes. the first one. So it does, it's not hard to find you. My suggestion is subscribe, click the button, and every single notification. One thing that I really like about you, which is one thing that I'm going to start doing, it's quitándome el miedo de going live. Mm, yeah, I, live is the best thing. You do it a lot. I, you do it a lot. And you and you answer function. questions and you yeah. answer people. You're having rapport. So in vez de tener algo bien pulido, polished, mm. you know, like you do some real stuff. Yeah. Like like take the Q and A. Yeah, so, I, I, it's the best. I've worked. I've launched products for a lot of famous people that are on TV, and it's amazing because you you know we all know them because they're on TV. But when you put a camera with no script, they don't know what to say. No. And, you know, and they look at me like, no, you're crazy. Why am I crazy? <laughs> because you just do it raw. I'm like, well, no, it's this, it's me. Yeah. If you were to ask me a question about how to cook, I'm going to be like, I don't know how to cook. But you're, we're talking about something that I know. So, you know, it's easy. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody, Carlos Marquez, find him on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. And if you type in his name on the App Store, you'll find his app. Yeah, and download it. We'll, 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 we'll promise to start putting more content up on English soon, too. Cool. Hey, but thank you very much. Thank you. I put me to lista. At least know that you have inspired somebody. And I'm, and I'm hoping that with this podcast, there's going to be a lot of people that I don't know and they don't know us. But they're going to take something from this podcast. And I'm just hoping that they run with it. Impact. We're gonna, Impact. That's our goal. Impact a lot of Latino lives out there. Carlos, muchas gracias. Gracias. Thank you. Thank gracias. You.